Here we go. I'm now. Sometimes I fake amp at the beginning of this uh, at the show because we you know you say bring the excitement. But I was actually pretty excited. We're doing the, the, it's in the morning time for me. Uh, for those who don't know, sometimes we record in the afternoon. I got a little lull. But I woke up, got jacked this morning. I don't know when you get a workout in the morning, Mike Vic, but I still got muscles. I don't know if you have muscles under that sweater. I, I, didn't, I didn't get my workout this morning, but the, <laughs> the but the fruit bowl I ate was amazing. So I'm off to a good start. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm jacked to get talk today. Week 11, Game Society football show. Um, now, the, the, we saved this because normally we talk about this off air, but you... Uh, is that a new logo? You've been work. Have you been workshopping well, logos on the gaming society? Because I feel like I've seen like twelve M- well, MV sevens. I'm I'm a walking brand, a man of many brands. <laughs> this actually is my brand. I'm glad you said that and brought it up. I'm a, I'm gonna get some stuff sent your way. Okay. So one day we can come look looking apart. Seven and three quarters. Matching. Seven and three quarters. If that's a fitted hat, please. Seven and three quarters. Okay. So I got a big dome. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. seven and three eighths. Give me a seven and three eighths. Yeah. A seven and three eighths. So that's seven and, seven and three eighths. That's not. That's not, not too that bad. bad. That's not if you just said three, if you just said three fourths, I might have been. Yeah, like, seven bro. three eighths. Sorry. Well, can, can you? So, so you got like a V and a seven in there. I like. Yeah, it. it's, it's V. It's V seven. It's the brand. It's it's. If you look at it, it's about six sevens in that one logo. So they just they just everywhere. It's all sevens yeah, everywhere. You got a negative space one, you got a little one, you got a black yeah, one, you got they, a white one. So very inclusive. And that's sevens. what yeah, yeah. That's what I noticed when I when I first was introduced to it by the design. I was like, bro, I see like eight sevens in it or however many. I just thought it was cool. So yeah, one of the many brands that I'm trying to continue to push. Did you get did you were you did you wear seven your whole career? Did you ever have to switch numbers? Um I switched numbers my junior year. A story for another day. Long story, very intriguing. You got to ask me about it one day so I can tell you how I ended up wearing the number seven. It's the most amazing story ever. I was, like my career just, I mean, took off. just went to a completely different level once I went from number one to number seven. Go, it was like it was let, divine. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. The people, the people have spoken. Real quick, we want to hear it. Go all right, for it. Give all us right, real, real quick. I, my junior year, I was wearing number one. All right, so freshman, sophomore year, wearing number 11 in high school. My High school closed down, went to a new school. Okay. They didn't have number 11, so I got number one. My crosstown rival wore number one. He got all the press clippings, parade All-American this, Sun Kiss All-American that. Who was that? You know, Ronald Curry. Ronald, I knew it. A lot of people would know him. Ronald Curry, one greatest high school player ever. Yep. So I'm wearing number one at this new school, and practice is going, like, not good at all. I'm not making good decisions. Uh, felt like I lost my feel for the game and the love and passion for the game. One day, me and my receiver were stretching. He was wearing number seven. And I, I just felt out of it, man. No energy. I'm the quarterback. And and you can't be that way. I looked at him and I said, you want to swap jerseys? We swapped jerseys. I gave him one. He gave me seven. All of a sudden, I had confidence. All of a sudden, I was shaking dudes. I was my old self. I was who I envisioned myself being as a kid, as, as a player. And, man, I, I just took off. My career was different. Recruited heavily. Tech, seven, boom, mm-hmm. in the pros. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, it happened. It all happened. It, that that day was amazing. i never forget it. Gaming Society football show week 11, not week seven here. Uh, you know what, Mike? We, we always start with the all-ins, uh, the recap. I finally won. Uh, and you finally lost. Yeah, You've been picking Baltimore too many times. Too many times. Now yeah. Baltimore took an L for you against you know Miami. I'm, I'm gonna get off. 
I'm gonna get off that Baltimore train for a minute and let let Baltimore do them. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna let them be them for a minute. So not that we're gonna go into what a survivor pool is, but a survivor pool is you pick the winners. Uh, so that's kind of what our all in bet is. We're like picking a winner. Um, right. I, I I was reading an article about Baltimore versus Miami that like the majority of people got that wrong. They thought that was a shoe in. So they were with I you with Baltimore Miami. Everyone lost that game. I on the other yeah. hand uh, got a W Buffalo. Minus 13, got a win, like I was projecting, uh, came back, nice. finally had a, a, a big game again, um, got the W in my all-in week. That puts me at 3-3, three and three, Mike Vick at 4-2. and two. Um, We got our all-in bets uh, at the end of the show like we always do, but um, I'm coming off a dub, so you might want to listen to what I have this week. But uh, And the thing with last week, the thing with last week with everybody getting it wrong, picking the Ravens to beat, the Dolphins, like myself, we kind of look at these games and try to read between the lines, right? We look at the games and we look at the teams from the external, but internally what they're going through and what needs to happen is two different attitudes they come into the game with. And a team like Miami came in really hungry, and I know Baltimore came in a little complacent, knowing that they had the weekend off and thinking that this was going to be a game that they was just going to win. But you got to go earn it. We, so week ten impressions. Who, I mean, did Miami impress you? Did Baltimore not impress you? Was was that something that was telling about Baltimore? Who else? Um, who else kind of impressed you week ten? I say the Patriots. Yeah. Um, the defense continues to impress. Uh, Mac Jones continues to get better and just play within the offense and not making mistakes. He's not the same player he was the first six games of the season. He's different. Yeah. And the maturity level is so evident that. I'm enjoying watching this all take place and unfold right before our very eyes. He, he's doing it with receipt. Like, he doesn't have any Pro Bowl receivers either. A lot of times uh, with those young quarterbacks, like they rely on Yeah. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're good, but they're not – that's not like Tom Brady when Brady right. just tossing up to Randy right. Moss or – he doesn't exactly. have a, he doesn't have a big time Pro Bowler that that he can just close his eyes and throw the ball up to every now and then, or exactly. even anyone behind him that he can hand the ball off to in a second and seven and get right. him a first down here and there. That's what I think is most impressive That's about Mac Jones. That's I'd say the team that impressed me was the Washington Football Team, um, and I feel for these guys a little bit more than anything. A, I played in that city for uh, uh, for basically a season, um, and I know those fans are hungry for a winner. I know those fans are loyal. Loyal. Um, they get a lot of bad press, and that stinks when you're playing yeah. on that team because you don't control that, right? You don't control right. what's going on with right. management. You don't control the what are supposed to be the adults in the, the internal in the front yeah. office. You just deal with what you can deal with on the field, and your coach tells you that week after week, and you're trying to do that. And, and you know what? I thought they rallied, played a really good game against Tampa Bay, actually played a sound football game. People are blaming Tom Brady for a bad game. I was – no. Just like you mentioned with Baltimore and Miami, that you got to come with it every week. Washington wanted yeah. to play, and I think that's, yep. that 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 really showed. And I was proud of them. I don't know if they, they can sustain this, but I was proud yeah. of them for that week. Yeah, I think we got to be careful in terms of just looking at some of these teams and saying, "Okay, Tom Brady didn't play well, yeah. so that's the reason they lost." No, you got to look at the full spectrum, and then give some credit to the football team. Taylor Heineke played amazing. It was amazing on third down. I watched the game and. At the end, it was like a 17-play drive that capped everything off. Both teams had their chances. Yeah. Brady had the Bucks in the game. Heineke just finished it. The defense for the Bucks didn't finish. You know, even though the football team, they, you know, they lost their best pass rusher, and they still was able to pull it out. So yeah. it says a lot about these teams, man. Like you say, 
Like I said, you got to bring it every week, man. That's what makes the NFL so intriguing. I mean, Tom Brady said there aren't upsets really in the NFL, right? Like those guys are paid a lot of money. There's the salary cap is the same for every team. They have guys that are Hall of Famers and Pro Bowlers and the best high school players that wore number one, whatever it is. They have have a bunch of studs on their team. People forget about that just because – they weren't uh, highly picked on fantasy for some reason, but it doesn't mean they're not yeah. a team full of all-stars. One guy who showed up back yeah. in the league uh, who was an MVP and an all-star and a pro bowler, Cam Newton, um, plays down up. in the red zone, shows up, takes his helmet off, tells everyone he's back. Is he back? Is Do you start – if you're uh, Matt Rule over there, do you start Cam Newton? What are you that's doing a, with, with, with this situation? That's a, that's a new belt. That's a belt in the background you got? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. I see that whole background coming together. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a motif. Gotta give you some credit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's you know a, it's what? A Cam mini, it's a mini belt there. <laughs> it's a little small. You think it'll go around Cam Newton's waist? No, it might go. We go. He would wear it around his neck though, probably as like a fashion statement. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you get at the Cam if he go if he go knock off the football team this week. If he go if, if Cam can pull it all together, Dave. If he can now, this is what I don't don't think could happen, and if it does, you know, great for Cam uh, having a full grasp of the offense. Yeah, and it's so tough to learn an offense. It just takes time, so that you can go out and play comfortable well, and not well, hold on, hold second on. guess hold yourself. Hold on, hold on. Let's make sure we introduce this correctly because this actually we're let's 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 extend this because the this is our okay. new, newsletters and treaty matchup of the week: Washington at. Carolina. And so we're talking about Cam. Uh, Carolina is favored three and a half points. Just like you mentioned, no Chase Young. Um, How does Ron Rivera really scheme against Cam Newton? You're right. This is a new system for Cam. This is not walking him back to his old stuff. So so continue on there, but I wanted to to kind of set the stage here. This is our intriguing matchup, but keep going on Cam Newton. Absolutely. So in terms of Matt Rule's offense, I think it's a very sophisticated offense. I think Cam's a smart guy. But even the smartest guys, it takes time, you know, to learn the system. I always felt like for me to be fully comfortable, it took about two months. So I can go out and just – and even still, you know, you still got to make mistakes in order to learn how to do it, when to do it, how to be on time. You know, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a real thing. Um, so – you know, that's that's one of my concerns. Two is how Ron Rivera is going to play Cam. But I know this is a big moment for Cam, you know, playing against your former coach and so much emotion going into this one that I don't want it to deter, you know, what Cam brings to the table. And I don't want expectations to be so high for Cam right now because he just got to learn this system where he can be comfortable. And I, I want him to have that opportunity before people started to judge him too early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't think uh, other players in the huddle, and I know fans don't think give uh, the quarterbacks enough credit, in terms of when you're in a new system, he's got to hear the play and confidently relay the play to the, the, the players in the huddle. Because right. if you stutter or kind of fumble the words of the play, immediately every other player in that huddle is like, oh, sh- yep. shit, we don't, like, he doesn't yep. know what's going on. So yep. you got to comp. So it, explain to me, because I don't know this, how getting used to the verbiage and how you spit it out, do you chunk it in terms of, like, protection, play, audible, yeah. or, like, how did how did you kind of communicate? So, 
so you know, just to compartmentalize it, I tried to go formation, motion, protection, play. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the formation and then the motion with it. So everybody can understand the motion. And then how are you picking it up? 22, 23, two jet, three jet, yeah. whatever you call it, rip list, yeah. et cetera. And then the play, you know, whether it's 595 or the number system, if it's Falcon, if it's just one play means everything. So I tried to give it to them, you know, just in pieces, you know, so it's, it comes out clean and it's not, it can't be fragmented or they lose confidence in you. You know how it goes, oh man, my, my guy don't really know what he's doing. Now everybody break the huddle unsure. Oh yeah. And, and, and so I think that that's the most important part. And like I said, I think Cam's a smart guy, but too much can't be thrown at him too early. Now, I like the way they used him last week. And the way he was able to get introduced into the offense, it was easy stuff. It was a you know a quarterback sweep, and then there was a, a sprint right option, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So so that that that's the way to to, to get him involved. But moving forward, it, everything will start to stack up. You can layer it one week at a time for Cam. Yeah, I I always uh, found the play call really interesting because you have a play call, you have a potential audible. And then you break the huddle and you oftentimes see a quarterback kind of like telling another guy, hey, because it's it, like not a real alert, but kind of like, hey, watch, watch Sam Mike here. Or it's like, yeah. hey, you're hot if 22's coming or, right. hey, break this off early or, or wrap yes. it around them. You're giving like some pointers here and there. And that I think what you're yeah. mentioning only comes with that confidence that two months to know like, okay, here's yes. the play. Here's what I have to do. Now yeah. I can think about everybody else, yeah. what they have to do and yeah. kind of start giving orders. And speaking of what, they have to do. Ron Rivera is scheming against Cam Newton. Did you? Correct. So. I knew you was going to get to this. How many coaches were scheming against? How many times did you play against a uh, a, a former, former coach? coach? Yes. Jeez, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't think I faced Andy. I faced Andy um, when Andy went to Kansas City. I was in Philadelphia, Chip Kelly. And they came to um, Philadelphia on a, on a Thursday night, and they beat us. And you know what happened early in that game? We had a stick concept call, you know, trip stick. Yep. You know, whether you uh, three, call three it a flanker. Or whatever, three outs, two outs in a, in, a, in a wheel or go, whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah go. And uh, I tried to throw that stick to the tight end, and What's his name? Johnson, the DJ Johnson. Was it DJ Johnson, the middle linebacker? Oh, yeah. Picked me off to the house. Tipped up by Eric Berry, and I just felt like right then and there, okay, I got to be extra cautious. One, I second-guessed myself on that play because my backside ex in the trips had press coverage one-on-one, and I should have took that matchup. Like, go to him. Tried to hit the stick, being conservative and trying to – methodically move the ball down the field or matriculate the ball down the field, however you want to say it. And boom, Eric Berry tips it, gets underneath it. DJ Johnson, if I'm saying it correctly, picks it, goes to the house. And I'm like, man, what? So I got to be cautious. He knows me and can't be timid, but he knew my tendencies. So you can't, so if I'm summarizing, it's it's his goal is to get you a little bit on your heels and to make make him second yep. guess. That would be the only thing Ron yes. Rivera can really do. Yes. And then yes. what Cam can't try to do is outthink the think and then outthink and double think. Right, like, right, that's, yeah. Well, that's when Not it's like, be doing too much. Yeah. Right? Just take yeah, what they yeah. give you, 
I always right. like to say it's like blackjack in a lot of ways. When the dealer shows a six underneath, you try to get as much money on the table as possible. Yep. When you got a one-on-one -on -one backside with any receiver, give them a chance. Correct. Give them a chance. Correct. Right? Get it. You got all the money Correct. right there. You got to, whatever route you have. It's a good route, one-on-one, -on -one, and so take it. All right. It doesn't even and, really and, matter. In life, in life, everything is a scheme. Yep. And now you got yeah, football, up. financial planning, life. You got to scheme it. Everybody's trying to scheme to make more money or you know in England they call a scheme, it's more like a plan. It's not like it doesn't have like a negative connotation. I remember I went to when I was in business school, the guy said, Oh, we got a scheme here. And I was like, That's that's bad. No, no scheme means yeah, it's, okay. it sounds bad, but but scheme, okay scheme is good. Scheme. That's how that's, that's <laughs> life planning, whether it's in football, like I say, whatever it is, put you gotta have a scheme. Yep. The uh the intriguing matchup, Washington at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina minus three and a half. I'm going to take Carolina here, point total 43. I'm I'm thinking the under. I just don't think either of these teams are going to have a lot of confidence to score. Yeah. I do like uh, Ron Rivera scheming up Cam Newton in the red zone in particular, not letting them have some of those plays. Although Cam Newton is just too damn big for some people. It doesn't matter what the scheme is. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. But the QB rapid fire prop bet is what we're going to go with. Uh, uh, I'm really interested in getting your uh, input on this, Mike, because we got the Cowboys at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by two and a half points. So people are, are back on the Chiefs after two weeks of uh, yeah. of hate. Um, you got Mahomes and Prescott, two, two uh the big tickets. Everyone wants to see these guys. So we got a little QB rapid fire prop bet. Um, so I'm going to just ask you a question. You just tell me Prescott or Mahomes. You ready? Okay. Who will have more t total TDs? Prescott. Ooh. Who will pass for more yards? Dak. Who will rush for more yards? Patrick. Who will throw the ball more, more passing attempts? Patrick. Who will complete the longest pass? Patrick. Okay. We got to write these down. Those are good. That's a good mix. I would have gone yeah, no. more TDs. <sighs> See, I think Mahomes, they're back to passing. I think that's, that's an interesting one. I kind of I kind of like all the rest of your answers, though. I, I, I think Dak's more settled right now in the pocket. Dak's seeing it better than Patrick. Patrick's coming around, and he hasn't lost his feel for the game. He's just getting his confidence level back up, which is a real thing. Mojo is a real thing at the quarterback position. I was a little worried when they sat Dak that one game when he was almost ready, but I think that actually was yeah. good for his mojo, was good for the oh, team. I'm guessing the coaching staff and the quarterback coach and Dak himself kind of like talked themselves through it and he realized like, hey, yeah. one game here is not what's important for us. It's the you know, whatever, the last eight games of the season. So I think they did a little quiet Leonard uh, Kind of uh, rest, rest, uh, rest for the playoffs type move. It, it was a scheme, Dave. They <laughs> got together and they schemed it out. The betting you academy. Said a few minutes ago too. The betting academy. After the QB rap, rapid fire prop bet. Today's betting academy. Um, we're we're going to talk about betting primetime football, and I think this is important for everyone to know is that like. It's the same uh, it, it, way back in the day when I told you the most over bets or most bet team in, I think it's, I think it's all of sports is the Cowboys, right? Yep. That like everyone knows the Cowboys. Yep. That's who they're betting on. If you don't know anything about football or, or you're a foreigner or whatever, and they're, they were always on TV. So you're accustomed to them. You're betting on the Cowboys. And you just take them. 
Um, so betting primetime football in a lot of ways is the same thing, especially when it's these Sunday night and Monday night games. First reason why is because you bet all day and you lose and you want to make it up with a uh, with a bet. Or you bet all day and you win and you want to double down and bet at night as yeah. well. So you got time to think, makes sense. which is yeah. the problem. So, so you have to factor that in. Um, but did you know the underdog has won six straight games on Monday Night Football and 21-9 and nine in all of the primetime games this season? So wow. it's interesting uh, in that the underdogs are making a, 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 making a big primetime uh, showing here. Um, but which underdog do you think uh, has the best chance of upsetting in primetime this week? So we got Thursday Night Football, which is the Patriots, uh, the Patriots at the Thank Falcons. You. We okay. got Sunday night football, Steelers at the Chargers, and we got Monday night football, Giants at the Bucks. I don't think I had mm. to tell you who are the underdogs in these games. Giants, Steelers, Falcons um, are the underdogs. But which one of those underdogs do you like? Now, who is the underdog in the Steelers and Chargers game? The Chargers are favored Chargers. by four and a half. I like the Chargers. No, the Chargers are favored by four no, and a half. No, no, no. I like the Steelers. No, I like the Steelers. You like the Steelers. I like so they'll be considered the underdog, correct? Yes, Sunday night football here in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, I, I gotta like make sure to stay off the freeway. No doubt, <laughs> stay off the freeway, kid. Stay off the freeway, north and south. Yeah, the uh, all right, Sunday night football, Steelers, Chargers. You you think the Patriots are gonna roll on Thursday? I think the Patriots roll on Thursday. And Giants and Bucks, you think the Bucks are pissed after losing two straight Tom Brady's in that locker room, but just yeah, turning, yes. turning, putting, putting fire in everyone's uh, shoulder. Yes, back. yes, they're going back to watch their film, and they schematically gonna come back and just annihilate the Giants. Even though I like that matchup, because the Giants played them tough last year. Yeah, and they barely escaped. It was right when the Bucks started their run. Uh, they had to beat the Giants, I think, in New York, but. Nevertheless, you know, I, I like this matchup, Pittsburgh uh, versus the Rams. And, not the Rams, I'm sorry. The Chargers. Versus the Chargers. Yeah. And we see what, what happens with that. All right. I, I like that. Um, I don't know if I can get behind that. I, 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 Why not? But, you like the Chargers at home? They just got beat up. I like, I like the Chargers at home on Sunday night football. Problem is, though, here's what people know, but they don't really know. The Chargers don't have any home games. They play in Los Angeles, but they haven't really solidified this fan base, and they don't have a young, right. the younger fan base can't afford tickets yet. So, right. so like that, that stadium would be fifty five percent Pittsburgh and louder than yeah. the Charger fans, and so like that's why it feels like an away game. And, and Mike Tomlin's defensive scheme—that that's instantly what I thought about. That defensive scheme versus Justin Herbert. He struggled a little bit versus yeah. a similar scheme when he faced Baltimore. Even though it was on the road, cross country, I get all that. But can he handle the blitzes? Can he handle the scheme? That's what I love about the Steelers is, I mean, they've had Tomlin for a long time now, but they've always just had that culture of a really tough defense. Uh, they're going to come yeah. at you and stuff like that. That's something that has always been uh, that been part of their identity. And uh, I always appreciate you. that, which is going to be – influential in my all-in bet but before we get to the all-in bets we got fantasy football now um i'm having a rough go not gonna lie uh it was my <laughs> wife's birthday this weekend so i got a 
So I got a little distracted again, uh, and I wasn't paying attention to Alvin Kamara, so I didn't put in a new running back, and I lost by like 12 points. I don't know if a backup running back would have done anything for me there, but I lost Andre Reed. I couldn't believe. Uh, wow. and, and you lost a tape by three and a half points. So I know, man. I was, uh, you know, I was so disappointed. I kept checking it. Did it come the down to the Monday night game? Going. What game did it come it down? down? Man, it really just came down to Russell Wilson and his performance. I mean, if Russell would have just gave me something. <laughs> Russ is my guy. Shout out to Russ, man. Big play three up in Seattle. Bro, but he gave me absolutely nothing. I know he came back and rushed the whole finger thing. And I'm not saying rushing. I'm not going to put words in, you know, in the ad that don't make no sense. Yeah. You know, or might not have been true or relevant. But God, me. I know Russ could have gave me a look, even if in the rest, I, I lost. I lost. Now, no excuses. Now, fantasy is one thing, and I, and I was going to bring this up. I didn't know where in the show it was going to show up. But, but let me, I'll recap this. We, we can say it again. Best manager was Paul Pierce, and worst team was Marissa Coleman. So I think Marissa's slowly finding her <laughs> way out of the playoffs. Paul Pierce seems to be getting best manager, even though he can't get into first place. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but fantasy and video games are uh, kind of hand in hand. And I was on uh, the internet box, and whether they uh, listened to me or whatever, I don't know, a Mike Vick story popped up uh, that you had never, you didn't really prefer to play with your own character in Madden. Where, when was this said and why? Like, what? Can, no, that's the truth. I mean, if you, if you ask any guys, any of the guys that I grew up with or, was coming up with around that time. Um, I just never liked playing with myself because instantly I want to just drop back and run. <laughs> but I know that you can't just drop back and run in a real football game. Oh. And Madden is, to all the people who play Madden in the world, that's the closest you're going to get to the NFL. Yeah. So if you're sitting in your house and you're running the offense and you you you're scoring a lot of points, it's probably the closest you're going to get to the NFL. Now – when I got me, I tried to run it, and I ran into the lineman, and that's what happens as a quarterback. But, you know, I wanted the pocket passes with the wide tunnel vision and all that. You know, I wanted Drew with Aaron and all I, that. I'm pretty sure uh, you caused – you probably need to write – a million dollars in broken uh, in checks for broken TVs, controllers. There's probably a couple yeah. of relationships that you broke More up. More than that. There's probably a couple. More than there's that. probably a couple of people in jail because of a Madden fight <laughs> because all they did was run shotgun and four verticals and then take off with Mike Vick and or nobody. Wait, nobody wait, ever wait, told me to do that. Hail Mary touchdown and pit and because they had the the user catch was back when that showed up. So. I don't know if you want to do, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you some time. You want to write a, write a sorry letter or maybe, you know what, it's even more interesting I mean, uh, is Clint Oldenburg. We're gonna, if, if, I don't know if his name will be out here, but he he's my uh, my teammate on uh, Colorado State. He actually is the new Madden okay. score grader or not new. Really? He's been doing it for a while. He scores, uh, scores all the yeah. points for Madden. I, I think he was, we were, you were on the cover when? 2000. 2004. Yeah, so we were still in college. So he, he wasn't the scorer then, but he is now. So you can't blame him for that. But we, he gets a lot of hate. Yeah. A lot of hate. A lot of Twitter to, hate I was about for, to say, uh, for scores. I was about to say, he's a mock man. There's a lot of guys oh, out yeah. there who's not really fond of him because uh, everybody feel like they get slighted every year on something, whether it's attributes or 
speed and just something. I, always, I know I used to stay mad. There's, you know, there was the Madden curse. I always thought a funny documentary would be to interview the worst player on the game. <laughs> like, like, almost like Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> just put him on the back cover. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? We should make that a thing, man. I might talk to my people over there back. You got a great relationship uh, for all the right reasons. Well, uh, week 11, uh, Mike Vick, I'm playing you. Fantasy football, me versus you. Let's get it. I already have a bottle of tequila from Marissa. Um, okay. The the white bottle with with the blue. Uh, fantasy, I would, I would like. Um, we we need to put a wager on this, and I want to put a round of golf on this. And if okay. you don't show up for a round of golf, you owe me two rounds of golf. So okay. you have until February first, twenty twenty two, to go golfing with me. Winner. Let me write. Let me write this down. February first, twenty twenty two. So you have to squeeze me in before the Super Bowl, which is in Los Angeles. And I know you're probably going to be doing something, so I'll give you the time yeah. then. Um, and so we got to squeeze in around then. And if you don't, you owe me two rounds of golf. Uh, that's. Oh, I'm going to say that the loser owes two rounds of golf. That's that's what we're going to yeah. do. So okay. a round okay. of golf, which I don't know. Right. I, I, LA here bet. is probably like 100, 150 bucks. So bet, right. bet. Right. And I honor my bets. You got to deal. I honor my bets. Now, uh, we always end the show with the all-in. Uh, any kind you feel most confident about. I I, uh, I told you I was going to start um, my all-in bet of the week after coming after a victory. I went to Houston this week. Um, I heard all the hate on the radio. Um, I heard all the uh, frustration on the radio. <laughs> I heard all the, um, uh, I, I talked to some guys uh, and uh, that, that had played there before, some old teammates, went out to dinner with some old teammates. That team not only doesn't have an identity, it doesn't really have a lot of leadership going on right now. There's a lot of questions. Um, I was once told that indecision is a decision and that is a lot there. That is going on a lot there. So I think the yeah. Texans are struggling and the Titans are hot. I'm going to take the Titans. Uh, over the Texans. The Texans coming off a bye week, but they're going to Tennessee. Uh, the Titans have proven that it doesn't, like, Derrick Henry is a beast, obviously, and he helped them win, but the, he is he was not the yep. only piece of that puzzle. They are a tough team, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the uh, Tennessee Titans this week. I can see that. Uh, you know, it, it's a divisional game, so anything can happen. You know how they can get a little tough and a little dicey, but I uh, Honestly, I think that's that's a good bet. I think you're safe with that. My all-in, I'm going the Vikings. Scratch that. Green Bay over the Vikings. Okay. Um, here, here, here. Scratch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scratch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rewind. <laughs> Green Bay over the Vikings. I think it was, a, it was a good week last week for Green Bay. Um, you know, obviously, against Seattle, Russell Wilson was a little handicapped, um, but – you know, they got it done somehow, some way. And I was really impressed with the defense and the way they played. It wasn't about the offense. Aaron Jones went out. You know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers hooked up a couple of times. But it wasn't a great offense, offensive performance, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Amos and those guys, even though they lost some guys to injury, got out to the quarterback. And I see them getting out to Kirk Cousins, confusing them and uh, making some plays on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going all in with the Green Bay Packers over the Minnesota Vikings. I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because uh, what we're going to end the show today is uh, the Green Bay Packers, I don't know if you saw this, are selling some stock in their team. You don't get to vote on yeah. anything. You don't get any you don't get any perks. You're just basically giving them money, which is interesting. Um, so you're not really buying 
a team. We're kind of buying into a team in a little ways. But buying you, into the team. If yeah. you could buy a team, which team would you buy? If I can buy a team, I'm buying the Washington football team. And first, a couple things got to happen. Okay. I'm going to move them a little further south, and I'm going to bring them to Richmond, Virginia. I think that's a great hub for football. It's like a football mecca, and we'll get we'll be able to pack that stadium. What? Get them out of D.C. I'm changing the colors, changing the uniform completely, and we might be like, we're going to mock the Raiders. Like, the Raiders going to hate us because we're going to look just like the Raiders. You know, instead of um, black and gray, I might go with the silver and gray. You know, some type of contrast. And then um, the facility going to be all glass. <laughs> it's going to be all glass. My investors, they're going to deep pockets. Like We're we doing something that's never been seen before. Like, we're we coming with it, Dave. So, yeah, we're going to bring the football team a little further south. Can you still call them the Washington like, football team? Or are they, Virgi- are they now like I, the Virginia I, I like, Breakers I like the fo- or something? <laughs> no, I like I like the football team. It just sounds like you know we just a football team, and we we're a united team, and we just come to play football. We got a team full of guys who just know exactly what to do. For for those that don't know, Washington doesn't actually play in, in and, DC. They play in Maryland, so like that's not and, a big ask to go to uh, Richmond. Yeah, and then I might keep Taylor Heineke as my quarterback, <laughs> or. I'm gonna go find me. You don't get to make those decisions as the owner. You don't get to separate yourself. No, no, no. This is my team, Dave. Oh, you're the Al Davis. You're the Al Davis. And I'm gonna send him to, you know, the dual threat system league. Like I need a quarterback that that's a dual threat. You know, look like me. I don't care. You know, he ain't got to look like me, but just be able to move the chains. Who's coaching? Who's coaching? Uh, You know, I think. uh, might try to get Sean McVay, you know, at some point. Sean's going to be around for a while. Uh, I like Sirianni. He got a young staff down there in Philadelphia, so I think they're going to grow. Okay. Um, if Belichick's still around, you know, the pocket's deep enough, you know, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm going Bill first. because we, Yeah, yeah, we need defense. But, look, I just have Bill somewhere around the program. Around the team, be like so that he birdies. can help my young coach. Eighty-eight years old, you're gonna get him out there coaching defense, I'm, and I'm gonna pay him for it. I'm gonna pay him for his presence because I don't see Bill changing the thing, and I like to be stern. Uh, how far is Ashburn, Virginia, from Richmond? Ashburn, uh, probably like an hour. That's where their facility is. Yeah, it's not too far. But it's, it's like not right like up the road. It's, they, it's actually, not like that's a beautiful facility, anyway. Especially if you're building this all glass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Richmond, yeah. Yeah, I peeped it. Yeah, I peaked it. It ain't the most extravagant. So, you know, I, the changes I'm going to make, it's going to be. How about this? So, when I was there, so this is 2013 when I'm there. They don't have an indoor facility. It's snowing. The practice, facile, uh, the practice yeah. field flooded. It's too hard to practice. Everyone's just falling over. Yeah. Uh, we go to a high school basketball gym. An NFL team went to a high school basketball gym to practice my point. for a game. It was the most absurd thing my I've point. ever seen in my entire life. Everyone had to get, literally, get in their cars with their pads like we were third graders in carpool. Yep. I was like, where are the, where are the cut-up oranges, coach? Where's the Capri Suns? Yeah, Sons? man. Like, what like, we got yo, going man, on? What, what are we doing here? This is, this is a what joke. What are we doing here? I, I, I don't, uh, I'm an L.A. kid, um, but here's what's funny. I'd buy the Chargers and send them back down to San Diego. I'm going to leave it right at that. The fact that they don't have a team and the fact that Chargers are lost down here in San Diego is a joke. I know they just bought a bunch of stuff in El Segundo. I think they could yeah. be – like San Diego is a perfect city for a football team. Uh, Absolutely. I'd do that. 
So that, uh, I don't really care. That about coach. Made, I'm, 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 a hands-free, I'm a hands-free owner. Coach, I'll leave that to the general manager because I want the ability to fire them all. I don't care who's starting. I just want <laughs> the San Diego Chargers back where they belong, which is in San Diego. Um, I like that. But I like the Washington football team in Richmond, Virginia with uh, – with Sean McVay, Michael Vick looking through the looking through the glass at who's quarterback. Yeah, just, yeah. just Sean checking in. You got your you got we your talk. you got your surface pad. You're alerting everyone, talking yeah. on the headsets yeah. like you're an FBI agent. I see what I, I see. see. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of mimicking Jerry Jones, and, and, and you know, doing media. You know, I'm I'm speaking out on my squad. Well, you know what, Mike, we, they, Maybe where we start is we go get a European football team. Like Ted Lasso, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, whatever I got. Yeah, like Ted Lasso, let's go get a let's go get a European team. Do whatever we want. That that might be yeah, where we start. So, whatever steps I got to hey, take. It I'm is a football show in Europe. This would be a soccer show. So gaming, <laughs> gaming society, football show week eleven. Mike Vick with the new logo on the hat. I'm still rocking LA, even though it's the Army uh, supporting the troops here. I guess this week, Mike, you got to add some stuff to your background if you want to compete with my. Uh, my belt. Yeah, there, so. Dave. I, I like it when a good plan come together, get man. Your game right. it out. Get your game right. Get your game right. Fantasy. Out. Set your roster. Don't be. Don't. Don't. Don't flake out on me. I want a real. I want all Mike Vick can handle. So uh, you Let's heard it here, folks. Gaming Society Week Eleven show. You guys have a good one.